Hey, party people. Welcome to the Party PhD podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Hubbard. We are still in our community engagement series where we talk about all things community-engaged practices, research, and educational psychology. This week's episode will provide an explanation of an intellectual scavenger hunt for articles that emphasize different foundations of scholarship in my research interest areas. So I was actually doing some work for another class when I came across several articles that, when I thought about them through a foundational scholarship lens, I was able to see these articles in a different light. It's interesting that in deciding which pillar of foundational scholarship each article fit into, I realized that most articles have several foundational aspects present. I had to think carefully about each article. What is this article providing for me? How can I use this as I am building the pillars of the foundation for my own research? Having these examples of scholarship specifically picked out for their various aspects or pillars really sets me up for working from the ground up, working from the foundation up to the questions I want to ask, instead of how I typically dive into a project with only questions on my mind and not the exact foundation of the research that I'm about to do. I'm excited to continue finding literature that builds all the pillars of the foundation for future research. But in this podcast, I'm going to describe three pillars and three articles that, for me, fit these pillars of foundational scholarship. Scholarship of teaching and learning. First, I read an article that challenged deficit thinking in teacher preparation programs. The Reyes article really highlighted so many pillars of foundational scholarship that it was hard to choose which pillar I felt this article best represented. For my purposes of working with pre-service teachers, and specifically pre-service teachers that have a field experience with students who may speak a language other than English, this article aligns with a scholarship of teaching and learning. The authors highlight the shortcomings of teacher preparation programs in preparing teachers to engage with culturally and linguistically diverse students. Though their program design is much different than what I'm doing, their use of funds of knowledge approach aligns with the mission of Say Village. I really went back and forth about, is this a model or framework, or is this scholarship of teaching and learning, or is this another pillar entirely? I ultimately decided on teaching and learning because the research questions aim to understand how pre-service teachers learn and grow through their field experience. The aim of the study was to move away from deficit thinking and into acknowledging and welcoming the wealth of knowledge and experience that students, families, and communities hold back into the classroom. Pre-service teachers had a field experience where they observed and learned from students and their families inside the students' homes. Say Village isn't this involved in family life, but understanding and cultivating the ability to recognize various funds of knowledge is an important aspect of working with students who are labeled at risk. Paradigms, methodologies, and approaches. Again, on my search for resources for another class, I was looking at an article by Kyles and Olafsson from 2008. Which, by the way, don't you just love when all of your work starts coming together and crossing paths with your other work? To me, I take it as a sign that I'm on the right path. But anyway, in this article, they talk about pre-service teachers' beliefs about diversity. The authors used a transformative mixed methods approach with pre- and post-survey measures using three different instruments and also used reflective letter writing. In their exploration, the authors wanted to understand if reflective writing is an effective intervention to get pre-service teachers to uncover and work to change their biases. 
I was particularly drawn to this methodology because I'm currently designing a mixed method study, and I'm curious about the different qualitative methods other researchers have used to uncover the experiences of pre-service teachers and field experience with diverse students. It's interesting that the authors use reflective writing as both an intervention as well as a data source. Currently, I use reflection as a way to gauge where my students are in their thinking from what they're learning in class, as well as a resource for them to write in if they have any issues that they need to be addressed, but in a more anonymous manner. Scholarship of population, community context, or setting. In this last article, I was feeling a bit tired of thinking about teacher preparation programs as the setting for my research and reached out to other disciplines for this next pillar. Say Village is more complex than simply being a part of the College of Education or even just a teacher preparation program. Jessup Anger et al. 2008 outlines the impacts of a living and learning community context that focuses on social justice. I picked this article because it has a lot of similarities to the context and setting of the pre-service teachers I work with at NC State. The authors use Bronfen Brenner's ecological systems theory as a framework for discussing the LLC impact on its participants both during the year they participated as well as the year after their participation. The aim of the community and the demographics of community members are similar to the group that I'm with now. In their results, they display a really interesting diagram explaining the microsystems and mesosystems of the participants in this community. This article brought to mind a lot of ideas about how to conduct research in the say community and to think more deeply about the various aspects of the setting in which the students' learning and interactions happen. Overall, this exercise has really broadened my view of the scholarship that will build my future research while also narrowing my efforts. I can feel myself moving away from trying to fit my ideas or research into a specific spot or gap, and rather using the research that has come before me to customize and show that my research belongs. Well, folks, thanks for stopping by the party. Have a great week.